0: Welcome back to Bots and Thoughts, the hyper-automation podcast sponsored by Salient Process. I'm your host, Jimmy Hewitt, aka Mr. Automation. This is episode five, hyper-automation standards, notations, and frameworks. This episode gets a bit into the weeds, so consider yourselves warned but not too too deep so that folks newer to the hyperautomation and business architecture space will surely get value. During this show, you will learn all about two of the most important standards, frameworks, notations within the world of hyperautomation, as well as a few prominent industry organizations and guilds that prove most useful in nurturing our hyperautomation journeys. Introducing Business Process Model and Notation, aka BPMN, as well as the American Productivity and Quality Center's Standard Process Framework, aka APQC's Standard Process Framework. What are these acronyms? Who came up with them and why do they matter? Great questions. Let's start with BPMN. Business Process Model and Notation, a.k.a. BPMN, is a graphical representation, a modeling notation, a collection of symbols that can rapidly convey meaning specifically about business processes and is the de facto standard for business process diagrams. The original BPMN 1.0 version was developed by the Business Process Management Initiative, or BPMI, and released in May of 2004. Soon after, the BPMI merged with the Object Management Group, aka OMG, in 2005, and the most current version and latest release of BPMN is BPMN 2.0. Why this matters to our hyperautomation and process optimization community may be clear, but allow me to add some specificity. In the context of hyperautomation, BPMN matters for two main reasons: one, rapid information sharing, and two, interoperability. Specifically, interoperability between process mapping, process mining, and workflow execution tools. Let's take a look at each of these two a bit closer. First up, rapid information sharing. Without BPMN, how do you capture and share information pertaining to a business process? You could use your words and describe it with sentences and paragraphs. While this method could theoretically capture as much detail as you'd like, it does not necessarily allow for rapid communication of those ideas, meaning the viewer must read every word to see and understand the full picture. So how else? Perhaps you could draw it. Visuals allow for much more rapid and efficient information dissemination when compared to using our words. Perhaps you're drawing a flowchart or a process model, but what symbols do you use? Did you create a key or a legend to help your viewer understand your drawing? Insert business process model and notation, aka BPMN. Just like a sheet of music enables someone with a bit of training to easily play a song or a tune, a BPMN process map allows someone with a bit of training to understand a business process and a wealth of data and metadata about it just by looking. Three of the most common standard elements in a BPMN process flow are events, activities, and gateways. Events mostly denote start and stops, or beginnings and ends, of a process activities are what happens in between, and gateways are more specifically decisions, divergences, and convergences that happen along the way. They each have a unique symbol. Events are circles, activities are rectangles, and gateways are diamonds. Can you see how this standard modeling notation enables both rapid and detailed information sharing about a business process? Finally, BPMN symbols can get super specific, albeit them rarely used. For example, to represent a transaction within a process, a process analyst would select a double-lined rectangle, very similar to the activity single-lined rectangle, but with two lines instead of one. Secondly, as I mentioned, BPMN is the key to interoperability between process mapping, process mining, and workflow execution softwares like BPM. Without the BPMN standard, it would be quite difficult and almost impossible to compare the results of a process mining exercise with the results of a process mapping exercise. The outputs are just too different. But since BPMN is a standard notation used by both capabilities, you can compare your process map with your mined process data. Let me highlight this for those going about process mapping and mining exercises. A process map is only as good as the information collected during a process mapping workshop or interview, meaning a process map only represents what a person intimately close with the process tells you about it. And quite often, the resulting process map is not so much a reflection of the business process itself, but rather a reflection of that person's understanding of the business process. It's not perfect, but it has been the best we can do up until process mining came around. Rather than interviewing folks who are close to a given business process, modeling their understanding of it, process mining, as you know, involves the ingestion of your system's log data, including a case ID number, an activity name, and at least one or many timestamps. Process mining will create one of many visual representations of this system log data from, say, your ERP, like SAP, or CRM, like Salesforce, and one of those visualizations is a BPMN diagram. This mining concept is different from mapping because of the data source. As you know, deriving its process data from a system as opposed to a human, process mining can oftentimes pick up on more accurate process details details that a human may miss due to our own biases or inherent limitations. Point being is how do you normalize your ERP's log data with what a process owner's understanding of that process is? On the surface, it may sound like a classic apples to oranges scenario, but thanks to BPMN, they are actually apples to apples. This may require seeing what I'm talking about to really get it. And if you're thinking the same, then reach out we'd be happy to set up a demonstration where we'll show you how to use BPMN to compare a process map with a process mining output. So BPMN is the key to interoperability between process mapping and process mining. But what about workflow? Rather than creating a workflow application from scratch, all you have to do is import your BPMN file and you're halfway there. What this looks like in practice is, if you create a business process map or model in BPMN notation, in a proper process mapping platform like BlueWorks Live, then you're able to simply export that .bpmn file out of your process mapping platform and import it directly into your process management and execution platform. Now that you're familiar with BPMN, where it came from, and how it applies to hyperautomation, let's take a look at another critically important framework. Up next, we have the American Productivity and Quality Centers Standard Process Framework. The APQC was founded in 1977. It currently boasts 150,000 individual members across over 1,000 organizations from Adidas to Zappos and across 45 different industries. APQC is the world's foremost authority on business benchmarking, process, and performance improvement, thanks to their process classification framework registered as APQC's PCF. You might be wondering, what is business benchmarking and what is a process classification framework? Great questions! The process classification framework has two forms. It has a generic and an industry-specific form. The generic or cross-industry PCF contains 13 categories of processes across an entire organization. Some of the 13 categories are market and sell products and services. This is APQC number 3.0 for shorthand. Manage information technology or IT is APQC process number 8.0. And of course, managing financial resources is APQC number 9.0 it gets much more specific than IT, finance, or sales and marketing. For example, the act of entering employee time worked into a payroll system, according to APQC, is 9.5.2.1. Pretty cool, right? Kind of like a Dewey Decimal System for your business. Now, as you can see, once your business and its procedural architecture has been mapped out within the APQC framework, you can benchmark your business's performance with other companies to see where you stand and to see where you could improve. Modeling your business in APQC standard process framework is important in the hyper-automation community because it accommodates a holistic approach, not a siloed one. It is a very common framework and an enabler of business architecture. If you haven't checked out apqc.org or bpmn.org, the links are in the description and I advise you to check them out. Okay, before we wrap up, let's touch on a couple of industry guilds and associations that are helping thousands of member organizations and even more people like us along their hyper automation journeys. First up, OpEx, a division of the IQPC or International Quality and Productivity Center. OpEx hosts several annual events, all focused on hyperautomation, or to use their words, bringing together people, processes, and technology to help you optimize your digital transformation. Salient Process is a proud sponsor of OpEx, and we suggest you checking them out. We'll even be at their event in Austin, Texas in June. Next up, the Business Architecture Guild. Established in the fall of 2010, this global not-for-profit industry guild focused on promoting best practices and contributing to the knowledge base of business architecture discipline. Driven by practitioners for practitioners, they take zero sponsorship dollars from their vendors and all of their content is created by member practitioners. Check out their certification course on business architecture. I predict that business architecture will grow by orders of magnitude over the coming decade because of how it lays a business-driven and holistic foundation to support small, medium, and large strategic hyperautomation transformation projects. And finally, with Governance, Risk, and Compliance, or GRC, being so closely related to business architecture and process excellence, check out ILTA, or the International Legal Technology Association, who champions these techniques to achieve optimal GRC posture for their members and followers. So, there you have it. An overview of two super common standards in the world of hyperautomation, BPMN, and APQC why they matter, and a curated list of not-for-profit guilds and associations dedicated to supporting you along your hyper-automation journey. If you want to learn more about these topics, there is a ton of information on their websites. And if you like talking with people, we have automation advisors standing by to talk with you and your team on a deeper level. The link is also in the description to do that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bots and Thoughts, the Hyper Automation Podcast sponsored by Salient Process. Be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Get your hands on more content like this by following us on LinkedIn, and YouTube, down in the show notes, and say hello. We'd love to hear your thoughts, perhaps even on an upcoming episode. Stay tuned for more episodes of Bots and Thoughts, the Hyper Automation Podcast brought to you by Salient Process.